This is a Player One podcast. Player One is a radio show about gaming that airs every Friday from 6 to 8pm on Sin Nation, a digital radio station in Melbourne, Australia. You can also stream Player One at syn.org.au. And to find out more about Player One, go to syn.org.au slash Player One. Enjoy the podcast. Kickstarter. The place where dreams are born without legs. Yes, we may hold them as spectacles, but most never get anywhere anytime soon. But I was very surprised to hear that a new fast-paced retro-styled first-person shooter was coming to Steam after being kick-started and released on May 11th. Made by a small indie team dubbed Pixel Titans, Strafe pledged the same sacred vow uttered by John Romero once to make us players his slash their bitches. Well, when I first procured my copy of Strafe, it did make me its bitch. Or, more accurately, it bitched out on running and crashed. So after a few patches, five for argument's sake, and a couple of weeks, I wanted to see if I could strafe around the problem. Lo and behold, it worked, it was alive, and it was moving. So let's stop tickling the itch and get right down to tearing our skin off. Strafe has one singular purpose in this expansive, unknown, and complex universe. To bring back old arcade shooters like Doom and Quake, to take us back to the days of pixelated chainsaws passionately French-kissing the faces of our enemies, where players sat starry-eyed at our projected idea of our hero being a sadistic phobia with an inane distaste for Hellspawn. Or maybe that's just me. Strafe, however, whilst preaching the books, failed to inform the quieter shop as there are no chainsaws in Strafe, no melee weapons at all, so if you run out of ammo, you're as helpful as a flashlight with curtains. There is a wrench, but it is meant to substitute a gun to make it harder for you psychopaths. You may only choose one of three guns from your spaceship before you embark on your journey. Each one is unremarkable as the last, like the three amigos if they had been played by Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider and Kevin James. The three main guns fire as though you were coating your enemies in a gross spittle fired from a swirly straw. The main assault rifle has less accuracy than an amputee monkey trying to shit on a tourist. The secondary fire is a little missile that seems to create a lovely, yet fleeting bonfire that would work dandy if the game revolved around the player creating a holiday camp for the alien slash infestation slash creature things. Actually, I'm not entirely sure what we're fighting in Strafe. It's never explicitly said. Well, there is an opening cinematic that has the stylization of an old Goosebumps TV show, but it's only played the first time you boot the game. Or unless you go into the tutorial, but let's be real. Just like the prospect of Donald Trump growing his real hair back, that's not happening. Anyway, the primary shotgun dampens the enemy, which would work wonderfully if it inspired them to instigate racial appropriation amongst their people, causing a violent disassociation and onset civil war in which I, random scavenger, would be deemed the revolutionary racial martyr. Back onto the shotgun. If you stand two meters back and slightly to the left, you'll be pleased to note that if I were to spit on my enemy from my computer chair outside of the game, I'd have more of a chance of injuring it. Rather, I just seem to piss off my laptop as it has told me once to stop and if I do it again, I'll be sleeping on the couch. The final primary weapon is a railgun and holy shit, I've never used a worse gun. It operates like a sniper rifle with no scope and the fire rate of a musket if the musket had to be disassembled every time you fired a shot. Sure, it may be amusing for the foreign aliens, but... This game isn't titled The Raucous Roundup, The Comedy Stylings of Interstellar Scout. If it were, I doubt I'd be so hung up on the flaccid combat. 
but it's not all bad, unlike the Hindenburg. The guns can be upgraded at random robots spread across some levels, and whilst each upgrade is completely randomized, most improve the guns greatly. The robots must serve under some communist act, because they must take my gun. I don't care if you are just a vending machine. Get to bloody work. As well as little upgrades alluded about, like lost chewing gum discarded by the more precarious and angsty aliens, these upgrades improve such things as your gun's accuracy or damage dealt. Maybe these upgrades are little post-it notes carrying inspiring quotes to make my gun believe in itself. Maybe I'm not recognizing the deeper emotional issues weaponry must endure every day. You may collect weapons that are lying about from dead crew members of the starship Icarus. That's $5 in the on-the-nose cliché jar, which have one magazine inside them. Maybe carrying only a single magazine is what got these four sightless tits killed in the first place. So thus far, Strafe comes off as a little bit counterintuitive, like a steam-powered kettle. The guns aren't entirely bad, you can purchase ammo and items from certain shops and vendors, which is like every arcade indie title. Strafe doesn't shy away from embracing indie cliches. There's a level where the whole development team are engraved on tombstones, you have the aforementioned shops, which still absolutely puzzles me. Why the heck would you choose to pursue your dream of starting a small business when your ship has been taken apart and crash-landed on an alien planet? Or maybe you're just dedicated. It's also full of fun easter eggs. You can find the King Skeletor machine gun from Shadow Warrior, or jump into a randomized level where the walls are melting and you're tripping out. The idea of coming across unorthodox and balls out nuts easter eggs kept me going with this game for a few hours longer, because they're just so wacky. And the game does hold up its promise of difficulty and fun for a while. The fun stems from the fast maneuvering firefights Strafe presents, and it's fun. It's breaking down the integral mechanics of a lot of AAA shooters and giving it to us in a little fun package. You have retro block graphics, which the game refers to in a fun little way as cutting edge because Strafe acts as though it came out in 1996. Clearly a bid for the devs to pretend like it's fun and great when really the only reason the graphics look this way is because it's a lot harder to render amazing graphics with a small team. It's much better to have pixels but a great smooth game. At least, that's what you'd strive for. Strafe suffers from what I've lovingly dubbed the Minecraft effect. It looks like shit, yet it also runs like shit. When you have 10 enemies on screen, you can evade blows and shoot them silly all you like. But as soon as that number grows, the game farts a bit and your frame rate drops faster than an alcoholic geriatric down the stairs. Another massive inconvenience stirred by this game's palette of poor design choices is the very idea of mobility itself. Whilst the devs rub Strafe's heart on like a cheerleader in a horror movie, once they try to move around the phallic growth, they have to squirm and struggle. In other words, why do I get quick dodging and jetpacks and double jumps if you stick me in a goddamned corridor? The environments sometimes disable the fast-paced action, but for the most part the level design is really well executed. It varies from place to place and each iteration of every level is randomly generated, I want to make a point that this does not add any real value. The box states it adds so much fun, but it doesn't. A tree with branches that appear in random spots is still the same tree in essence. Don't go all No Man's Sky. Aside from the odd feeling guns and a few bad design choices here and there, there is one gigantic flaw that Strafe carries. In games where you're supposed to die a lot, where it's supposed to be hard, you die because you're a dumbass, right? 
you failed to check for enemies, or you ran in without taking cover, it's usually your own fault. Well, Strafe takes a different approach, 80% of my deaths were either because 1. You can't tell if an enemy is behind you until they're rummaging around between your butt cheeks. Number 2. They drop an enemy that takes 5 magazines to take down right in front of you. Number 3. A room glitches out and you get stuck there forever. Nothing is more maddening than dying because of the game's fault, and it happens a lot in Strafe. The game also takes a different stance on difficulty. Of my 10 hours of playtime, I've beaten it twice in that time for some kind of quantity. I spent three quarters of it in the first two worlds. There are four worlds with three levels each. These stages are the bane of my existence. You die a lot, despite whose fault it may be, I won't point fingers, anywhere. But once you're on the third stage, the game's difficulty curve swoops down and has a bath and waits for you to saunter through the third stage, some of the fourth stage, only to perk back up in the boss room, dry itself off, and reduce you to a quivering mass as it inflates your eyeballs with a bicycle pump. The first time I hit the boss room, I died because the room glitched, and I will never let that down strafe. I do have to praise this game for its soundtrack, though. It's quite the techno-thumping party. But... All in all, with everything in mind, what is there to say about the revival, not really, of the retro-shooting genre strafe? It fulfills its purpose, but it recreates some of the old grievances of these old titles too. It's a very niche title for people who hate new and casual shooters. I believe they're called masochistic psychopaths. Is it worth picking up? Only if you want a hard, currently bugged out retro shooter with a strange charm about it. Whilst I have had fun, not any more fun than doing anything else, like buying a pool and filling it with cement after I tell all the neighbourhood children that I hid their f***ing fidget spinners at the bottom, most of said enjoyment with strafe is mostly drowned out by incoherent seething rage that is pent up inside me and won't be released until I have children and develop a tactless drinking habit. This has been a Player One podcast. To check out more Player One, go to syn.org.au slash player one.